admit or face just how dark of a place humanity has come to. And to do so means that the certain influences in the world must be acknowledged. The end of all evil. Never in all of history have the elements been arrayed against the evil manifest in tyranny and slavery as they are today. The dreams that burn in the hearts of billions have been growing stronger through the millennia. The children of this world are owed a liberty from the slavery that few are able to comprehend. This is the most exciting era in all of human history. It is the dawn of the freedom of mankind. Hello, and welcome to the End Evil Podcast. This is Chris Jansen. This podcast is created for folks who are seeking truth, people who want freedom, people who love life. The aim is simple, to eliminate evil whenever and wherever possible. Hello, this is Chris Jansen. This is the End Evil Podcast and show and I'm here today with a friend, Nathan Ribble, who's come to join me. And um, I invited Nathan specifically because I know he's a, he's a good um, technical-minded person and very intelligent. And I met him um, in the True Media class, in Mark Passio's um, class. And, and um, so I was kind of impressed with his skills and everything. And so we decided to have a conversation uh, about technology. So uh, welcome, Nathan, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Chris, and, uh, and thank you for uh, being on this uh, call here. Uh, so yeah, like a lot of the things that I've learned through the uh, Mark Passio's class, actually, uh, his True Media course was was really helpful. I feel like that really highlighted a lot of really good things that I've learned over the over the course of many years. Um, so really, where I feel like this literally lands is a lot of the things that. Uh, Mark talked about were just so good and so juicy to the point where I, I even learned things at the very basic level. Um, so really what I'm t- telling about is, you know, I've been kind of developing technology all my life and uh, most of it really stems from my dad and how he really, you know, he was an IT um, at a very, like back in 2000, he got certified to do Microsoft techni- technician stuff and he pretty much went off from there. So even for pretty much before I was born, he was using computers and it was just a it was just a normal thing. Um, it really didn't really take off as much in my life um, early on, but I feel like uh, I had a really wholesome life, and I really think that contributed to that because then I have a really differentiating um, kind of lifestyle to where you know I have that one foot in like you know I don't I live with um, you know I live in the outdoors, I live outside, and at the same time you know I'm I'm really um, it really matters to to me that really that really part of myself at the same time technology really helps me and i've really i've really grown into technology i i started on windows 95 you know got my first dell computer to, uh, windows uh, 2003 series and then you know i i started on windows computers ever since and so it was you can define me as your higher than average user that, uh, with a computer with that so i feel like that um from there you know it transitions into you know, everything that's new with technology and everything that, you know, I've used even in school. So, so yeah. How, how that, old were you when you got your first like um, computer to play with? Oh man, I must've been, I must've been probably 10 years old or 11. Let's see, there's, there's so, part of the show right there. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like 11 years old, like the first thing yeah. was, you know, my dad gave me my first email address. That was the, that was the best thing. And I feel like I, you know, email addresses was like, all right, who am I going to email? And I realized this later. I'm just like, okay. I opened up my email. And my brother, my brother, he's a little younger than me, so he also got his first computer right around mm-hmm. the time, the same time I did. And he has gone way farther than I have when it comes to technology and stuff. <laughs> he 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 does a lot of Linux computing stuff. He he's actually a programmer. He actually gets paid to do a lot of the stuff and um, web developing and a lot of web services. Um, so an experience that I had, which is kind of funny was when uh, we'll go over to the computer and you know it takes a while for it to load and everything like that. So once I finally got my nice background, I got the music I want to play, 
um, we open up our e- the email and we're like, why is this taking so long? And it says it's loading 3,000 emails. And I'm like, where did all these emails come from? So it's a little funny thing. And we try to like, you know, diagnose some issues that we have. And it was just always something like, you know, I always had my dad to go to, but at the same time, he would always make us do it. So the thing that I feel like that really helped me learn was, was taking it one step at a time. And it really was just that, that easy. They, they made computers back then. It was like a, an old 2005 Dell. I don't know, Dell computer tower, the really big ones that they have. And, you know, they color code everything nowadays. So back then, okay, where do the speakers go? And it was the, the, the mm-hmm. they color coded the cord with the, with the end of the, sure, yeah. the thing. And it was just like the old games, you know, the, um, when you're a kid, you know, you get those little blocks. Nintendo, yeah. Oh, I was going to say like the Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. The Nintendo has to go a certain way, but even, mm-hmm. even further when you're, when you're like a toddler, you have these block games, you have the square, the square goes in the square hole, you have the oh, circle, right. the circle goes in the circle hole. So it's honestly, it, you know, it translates all the way up till, you know, your adults. And even further. So I figure, you know, nowadays it's like, okay, how do, how do you have the certain plugs that go in the right thing? So they have, yeah, they go and they connect in the right places. So that was really like a, a pivotal time, you know, as I grew into that, you know, um, video games, like you mentioned, video games, that was a pretty decent part of my life, um, you know, got into technology that way. And I even talked to my dad about this. I'm like, hey, dad, why didn't you get into video games? And he said it was, it was not in his time. Like his time was, or like I said, early 2000s. And he's, then he started getting into computers or, or like right around the internet boom kind of thing started happening. Like he, he knew about Doom like when it started happening kind of thing. That was the first video game that was Doom, I remember like, Doom. <laughs> yeah, pretty mainstream. I'm not too, I'm not that far into a Doom. I'm, you know, I'm still like a pre like millennial baby kind of thing. Wasn't it like but, Wolfenstein, the one before that, I think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty that. heavily like uh, mainstreamed uh, video game, like started coming up to, you know, graphics were, were pretty mm-hmm. good. Things were starting to pick up things. I don't really know much history about a lot of that, but I figure, you know, the revolution kind of, of, of different graphics really picked up after 2000 and uh, it accelerated until then. And, you know, video games came out, consoles came out, it, you know, it went from the, the, the home experience actually came back out into computers again. Because it it went it went pretty much full circle for me. So like I knew about computers and I knew that they were they were they existed, but I felt like, you know, I, I always wanted. I felt very excited about you know going and exploring adventures on uh, like a very real real life looking simulated you know video game. And so from there, you know, I, I realized I'm like, wow, I'm spending my my a lot of time on video games. And then when I got into high school, it, it sort of tapered off and you know sort of stopped. And, and from there, I, you know, I just kind of let it all go. I, saw, I started hanging out with my friends more. Yet, at the same time, I'm, I'm like, I need a computer kind of thing. I, I started realizing the needs for a computer to start out back in 2010, 2011. And that's when I got my other laptop. My own, I got per, my own personal like, laptop that was you know, better than the, lap, the, the old tower that I had. That thing was not, not feeling good after so long. So. Mm-hmm. After that, I feel like uh, college really turned on to um, an amazing part of uh, uh, te- technology, which which I feel like this is a, a pretty relevant moment here, was um, how technology accelerated my, my actual academics, which I'm which um, in in you know compulsory schooling, you get the um, diagnostics of ADD and ADHD and learning disabilities. Right. And all those different disabilities, dyslexia, speech impediments, different things, even cerebral palsies for once. It's any way that you can't actually learn how to actually, you know, learn the, your, to write, read, or speech. So it, it, if there's anything inhibiting you doing that, they'll diagnose you with a disease, like a learning right. disability. And that's just, that falls under a, gen, a general tale called learning disabilities or LD. And so they, they comprised me as they put me in a little box called I have an IEP, which I still don't know to this day what that means, a learning impairment. And they gave me extra time on my tests. So they put me in different classrooms and they gave mm. me different curriculum and stuff like that. This is, this is the special education part of high school that they would put in people. And even uh, I was even all the way back till when I was in third grade. And I'm like, why do I have to go to this part of the school? But I, you know, I enjoyed it. Really, it was just like a stimulus, kind of like stimulates the mind better. It was like a different form of learning, in my opinion. So when it comes to like, no, I'm not retarded, but at the same time, like I have a different way of learning. Like I wasn't always, you know, focused. And they still put me on medication, and a lot of times that did help, but at the same time, I just wasn't always there. So growing into this, 
it was just how putting things together like again like I'm, I'm putting things together and it was really stimulating my mind i did a lot of puzzles i did a lot of card games it wasn't like traditional learning like that people you know you sit in front of the class and you get lectured a lot of that was still there but it wasn't you know always there so when i got into college um the the specific college i went to was because i had a learning disability and mm. so I went to the college and they did their best. They honestly, like if I, if I had a different shot at it, I would have gone back to school, which is, you know, to high, <laughs> not many people would say that, but especially this school, it was the ideal environment for me to actually learn. And I did learn something. I actually learned to love reading again. Did you have like a particular area of study? I personally didn't because I actually did not have enough credits to continue on with, or <laughs> I don't know if I actually got into the point where I could do college grade courses yet. So oh, I did what they said, pre-college yeah, so I would have had general, to, right. yeah, I would have had to do done an extra year if I were to finish anything, but I actually dropped out of my second year. So this was one of the, <laughs> I it's hard to believe, but I was actually in a, a school called Landmark College in St. Putney, Vermont, and this is apparently a school that is that the highest, like like the largest tuition in in all of private schools, and I'm like. I was in, I had, you have to have an, a learning disability on, on record by a medical practitioner and get retested. I had to do all this stuff when I was a senior and then, you know, I got in, um, I had to get all these subsidies and all these different things, but really what I'm getting at is this school was meant so that you could learn. And so because I was diagnosed and all these other things, they gave me actual technology. And this is, this is an interesting point. So they gave me three different programs, like software. So I had my computer, like I said, in 2011. I went to I went to college in fall of 2012. They gave me a program to scan my documents and then scan it into the computer, and then it will uh, optical character read the actual words and read it back to me in, in a specific way. So if I have a hard time reading, I can actually listen to my hmm. listen to the actual textbook instead of me reading the textbook. And so I find that that was an amazing point of me actually like, you know, inge ingesting so much information. Um, and th that goes into audiobooks and different ways of learning. And so I, I feel like audiobooks, lectures, interviews, that, different you know, ways for of me, learning. The um, podcasts and audiobooks are, were mm -hmm. like a major breakthrough. Yeah. I had years <laughs> of like, I really like reading and I, I'm actually good at reading and speaking. And mm -hmm. I, even as a kid, like I learned to read upside down. I <laughs> tripped out my family. They they were wow. like, "How can you do that?" Because I would look over when my sister was reading, and I could read things upside down. And um, but the thing is, for me, like here's the issue I have: mm -hmm. um, when you start um, like getting into research of conspiratorial type things mm. or. Um, deeper understanding of what's going on in the world, you know, who's running things. Um, I come across this technocratic, um, technotronic agenda, right? Mm -hmm. Like where the, a lot of these elite rulers of the world, whoever's manipulating, um, they basically want to turn us into computers in, in so many ways because mm -hmm. people without emotions are easier to control. Right. And there's this... Um, there's an agenda afoot. And I guess even before I discovered those things, like much younger, even though I was exposed to computers pretty young, I remember being in like a class with the old Apple computers that are all one thing and learning basic, you know, when I was hmm. like, you know, probably what you were saying, like around 10 or something with the just green screen, you know, black screen with the green letters. And, um, but I like started resisting it real bad. Like I saw hmm. it as materialism, almost like, when I was young, I, I almost thought of um, materialism and all this computers and all this stuff as bad or evil or something, mm -hmm. you know? And I, so I really pushed it out of my life a lot, especially as I got growing up and I like didn't really care that much about the computer. I feel like it just would waste my time when I would sit down in front of it. And so I was like really focused on trying to be outdoors and do like physical things. And that's part of why right. I stuck with construction work. And, um, in my mind, it's like one day they could just turn off all the power and all that stuff you guys did would be useless, <laughs> you know? And so then I've had to kind of come back around. And what brought me back around was partly in a lot of ways, um, Mark Passio and explaining that, you know, if that's where people are at and we want to reach yeah. people, that's where we got to do it. That's where the battle's happening. And so 
I've sort of had to like push myself into uh, trying to do this computer stuff, and it's still yeah. frustrating for me. So that's kind of why I thought it'd be interesting to have your point of view, where we're coming from, like almost the opposite end of the spectrum, in a, in a way. And yeah, it, it is a battle. It's like it's a double-edged sword, right? I I agree, and uh, with that, it's there's just so much information. So when it comes to the like again, audiobooks and all these different things. There are just so many people creating this kind of content. How do you differentiate all this kind of stuff? And it's to to the point where I just had to keep, you know, learning and learning and learning. Like, my, mind you, I still listen to all of his podcasts, all of his lectures. That's a lot of content to listen to. I had to listen to this stuff for like six to nine months. And so, you know, being and listening was, was pretty much an optical, uh, optimal, optimal thing for me. So again, like w- when it comes to technocratic, there's definitely a, a, a blend of both. So like, you know, I can't sit here uh, after this. I'm probably going go wa- to go for a walk. And, you know, I can't just sit in this chair all day. And, and trust oh, me, like transhuman. That's the other word I was trying to think. Yes, of. It's been a transhuman. Because it's like, again, there, there was a subject that came up and this is something interesting. So it's a subject called biohacking. And a lot of the stuff that we are accustomed to having is like, okay, like, if we you, pretty much anything could be a biohack, okay, like most things could be a biohack. A car is a biohack, sunglasses are biohacking. And when it comes to, you know, we get better headphones, you know, these headphones are altering the way we actually hear things. It's coming through a computer, you know, my, thousands of miles across the country and, and, and into our ears. When it, comes to, when it comes to things like, okay, interactions, you know, a lot of, like, there's always the, the point at which we're, you know, how, how impactful is this? It would it be better if we, it would be like a, a million times better if we could actually have a conversation yet. It actually saves us so much like energy and time to actually have a conversation on, on, on a screen like this, yet we can still be, you know, we can medi- mediate the time that we have, you know, we don't have to constantly be on a conversation. We don't have to have one every single day. We can have our schedule. We can, we can save our time in such a way. Like, like instead of flying out there, having a conversation, staying there for a week and then having a one-on-one conversation and recording it. And, and I figure when it comes to things like, you know, getting together, it's yes, there's moments of which we can, you know, save our privacy and, 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 and have off offline in real life conversations. That's really where I feel like that's the, that's the medium. I don't use Facebook anymore. No, nobody in like most of my friends don't use Facebook anymore. The only reason why they do is just, just to push their own like either content or events that they have and it really and it really matters to me to 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 follow in that suit uh an experience i had at the end of my college experience was like i'm looking at facebook i'm like i don't like any of this stuff why do i like south park and mcdonald's like what what do they have in my in my life it's just a corporate thing so i went into my facebook at the time when i still had it um still was like an avid user i purged all the things i didn't like and it was just you know, before I would, like knew any about this Mark Passio stuff, conspiracy stuff, and I and I really just didn't like any of this stuff. And I'm like, okay, now what? I started liking all the things that I did like. I started looking into uh, different things, like a lot of new age subjects that my you know that I was into at the time. I started looking into things about personal development, you know, meditation, um, learning about the self, and a lot of that stuff, you know, transitioned to other websites, which then you know synchronistically happened to connect me. You know, one thing led to another. It's like uh, it's how I like to coin it. Is one thing led to another. Then I found Mark's work. It, mm-hmm. it kind of systematically found its way all the way from you know taking a tool that of the technocratic state, which I still feel that Facebook is, and transitioning it from instead of a uh, them acquis- like acquiring something from me, which they still are, it's it's for me to reach out and actually ingest what I truly do want. And so when it comes to that, I feel like there's. There's either, you know, again, a balance of both, you know, getting the other skeptical side of things at the same time as getting what you want out of something and, and leaving the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Facebook, it's funny you bring that up because that's been a big um, love hate thing for me. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a long time and I've said it to people over and over and they scoff at me, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to differentiate here. This isn't truth. You know, this is my theory. I've had this mm-hmm. sort of intuition feeling from the beginning. It makes more sense to me that Facebook was created by some sort of think tank, CIA, deep state mm-hmm. programming. Um, they created this whole thing, and then they chose this doofus Zuckerberg <laughs> to jump in there and be in charge of it. And yeah, maybe he had some idea, or maybe he started something, and maybe he's really smart, but you know, he didn't make Facebook, You know, from my mm. point of view. I just don't 
I just don't buy it. You know, it just to me, logically thinking tactics, it just makes a lot more sense that this whole thing was funded and created by a deep state program. Right. So I've always tried to make that point as long as I've been in there. And but nevertheless, I've used Facebook over the years because old friends are there and there's some people on there I kind of want to keep touch with that I don't necessarily talk to that often. And I've had some really unique experiences. And when I started doing podcasting, I wound up getting together with old friends, people from other states, even a friend from Germany, you know, listened to a show I made and wound up visiting me on his trip to the U.S. And that would have never happened had it not been for Facebook. And I found, I finally had the idea one time, like, oh, I need to reach out to other people that like the What on Earth is Happening show. Maybe there's Mm -hmm. a Facebook group about that. You know, it came to me like a flash. And then now I met all these wonderful people and friends that I know really close and people I even know in person and meet face to face with through Facebook. So as much as I want to hate it for being a tool of, you know, what I see as the deep state, um, I've used it to find true friends and find great people. So there's my example of your exactly what you're saying. So right. as far right. as activism, I'd like to hear your um, point of view on activism. You know, what is activism that works or doesn't work? And, you know, how does that tie into this technology discussion? Yeah, so I think the, well, the answer, it, it, it's pretty much this uh, going about, activism in a modern age it really is something to go about you know using the modern technology of the age so a lot of times you know you can you can see what's in history you know a lot of times what has happened in the past has pretty much worked the best way you go as far as you can with the technology and so what that really means is you know you use the technology that, that, that that's available and so back in the day when you know paper was movable you know they used paper to you know at at the time prophetize the bible and they get their message out and and have the bible be done now in america you know and further in america they printed the declaration of independence the constitution and they spread it they spread it far and wide and they spread news that way and that was a pretty pretty pivotal moment in history and i feel like this is also a very pivotal moment in history the internet wars that some people would call or i don't know what it's called these days this could be anything and um there's a phrase that people pretty much know the revolution will not be televised, hmm. but I believe it will be streamed. Hmm. And so that's our thing to actually use the technology to its advantage and stream the revolution from there. So when it comes to common activism, I can't say anything else. And that's pretty much what I've, the only thing I've used social media for is to try to um, reach out to folks and be like, Hey, what about this? You know, what about truth? What about freedom? And, and I think that doesn't work for me very well, though, because hmm. um, I, I mostly wind up reaching other people like yourself, which is great. I've made a lot of friends. But as far as reaching the people that need to hear that message, they, they're they clicking on cats and funny naked jokes and mm-hmm. silly stuff just to entertain their mind to get through the night. And if they see something like what I'm doing, they're like, Whew. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm not showing up on their feed and I'm not getting into their ear. So I don't know. What do you, what do you think? How do we go about um, yeah. getting to more ears and more eyes? Yeah. When it comes to, when it comes to finding out those types of people, like they, they really go about, there's a happy medium when it comes to about the, the, the common, I would say, you know, Facebook scroller, to, to get them away from their, their screens. It, it, it's something, you know, again, you know, it's either my job to, to do that, which I feel very obligated to do, to, to wake up these people and to realize that, you know, the, their freedom's on the line, which it, it truly is. There's nothing else way to say it, no other way to say it. And uh, when it comes to that, there's, there's a lot of people out there that can do the teaching. And a lot of people like us, you know, we are the teachers of our own circles. And so, we've been we've been taught by by people before us many people in 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 antiquity from from far beyond we've learned from their philosophy we stand on the shoulders of giants and in modern day the people that are alive they've they've done a lot of things for us already they've set the ground rules they've set the the set the the, the sort of proverbial <laughs> battleground they've they've let it let it be known that we are on that we're in this modern technological spiritual war for many reasons it's a it's an unseen war 
And when it comes to that, I feel, I feel like then a lot of times I reach out to someone it's, it's again, immediately shut down, but it's about meeting people where they're at at the same time as pushing that boundary. It's like, okay, if I'm, if I'm in, say, if I knew this person, I knew someone for, for five years and he's now, you know, way, way far away from conspiracy land than I am. I'd just be like, Hey, look, like, you know, there's, there's personal sovereignty. Have you ever heard? And like, I do adore, do a sort of test when it comes to anarchy. Like I go straight into it. I'm an anarchist. And so he, you know, okay, what, what does that mean? You go throughout the, the, the process of asking him the question of what it actually means. And I could bury the story, but I feel like once I got to the, to the point of, of getting him to like, say, Oh, I, I, I understand what you mean now. I ask him another question and I ask him another question. And from there, it kind of, it brought me to, to help lead that per, uh, my friend, um, into a space where we can, we can see eye to eye. We can see like, well, yeah, like, no, I understand that the uh, freedom, you know, really does matter. And from there, you know, I'm not going to you know, see him next day and going out screaming out to a bullhorn. It's really a step by step process. And a lot of times some people will, will bite it and grab it and, you know, utilize it for all this, like stuck at all the juice. And some will, some will like either, you know, take it and, you know, in strides. And again, you know, there's always the common person that will, will start running away. I, w- I won't say that doesn't exist. A lot of times I feel like, you know, even myself, I don't go far enough. And so I feel like it's challenging myself to go mm-hmm. even farther with that. So Be a little it's more a, courageous or brave. Yeah. That's another thing. I like, I'm, I'm stepping out of my boundaries every day when it comes to talking about stuff. And it's, it's, it's tough. Some people would say, you know, you get off the, 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 the chair, stop being an armchair quarterback and get out there. Like, put your, put my face far and wide and yeah I, even even without technology too like the old school way was paper and it still is valid like there are people out there st- today on the streets we can we can start handing out flyers you can start putting them in places where we can actually see where people can actually see them and that would either you know get them into a technology circle or, or at least a you know a, an understanding that there's something else happening like in some towns no, like there's no one there to spread the truth and, and and the tyranny runs free. But when it comes to like, you know, we can do the Johnny Appleseed version of, of running through doing a road trip and just start pasting out flyers everywhere. And, and that, that could reach, you know, a modicum of people in, in places where it, it would have never come. And so I feel like it's do everything you can with, with a lot of the things that you have with technology. It's like, it's again, don't let it suck up your time you know that's another thing like you can't stay up till three in the morning or if you if you if you do want to go for it that's another thing people are that hard on themselves and at the same time you know have a combination or a hybrid of of other physical means you know get out there get active with your community and i feel like that's pretty that's a that's another hard thing uh being hard on getting out there and and being in community i'm going out tomorrow with community and it's it's gonna be you know we're gonna be you know, inactive in, in, in communication with um, learning how to actually communicate with each other in, in a common goal in activism in, in connecting with each other on our own things, how we can, you know, exchange goods and stuff and, and services in such ways. And it's all new to me. Like I, I don't you know. It's a lot of, a lot of this is new to me. So I feel like this is something to grow and expand on and see where Maybe I am pretty hard on them. Maybe I, I do want to go out and, you know, shot with a bullhorn and, and, and come up with creative ways for, to get people out of the lines of the vaccines and, and into, into lines for, you know, fresh foods and, 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 you and know, sunlight and, and sunlight, fresh air right. and breathing, you know, it's like, just goes on and on. Yeah. Without their masks this time. I mean, that's a bit of a, I've been noticed now, now it's just, you know, going out in public for me is almost like holding a poster just because I'm a naked face. In a lot of places, that's like I'm the only naked face a lot of times. Yeah. And that's like a whole new, like you were saying, uh, challenge for bravery and courage because it, it's a battle every time I go somewhere. Like, do I really want to deal with this today? You know, it's frustrating. But um, it's the same thing I've noticed everywhere I go. And I can't let certain things go in a conversation. If somebody says a certain thing, if I'm there and there's someone I care about who I feel like is worth my time, I have to reply. You know, like for instance, when someone I know or care about starts talking about um, a president, one president versus the other, I have to start trying to point out, don't you know they both work for the same people? 
and that it doesn't matter which one wins. Yeah. You know, don't you know that voting is ridiculous? That it'll never work, and it's actually immoral because you're voting against half the population. You know, you're you're trying to say you're, you know more, or somebody should have authority over all these people. You know, and so there's so many um, subjects that are difficult to talk about. You know, and um, I think you made a good point that yeah, we we can use technology, but we also have to keep a foot in the real world. So there's definitely a balance. It's like do both, right? Is this yeah. kind of what I'm getting from you? And then, I mean, I guess my next question would be like, you're like, you're going to, you're saying you're going to go out in public and, and, you know, you can meet with some community. But, um, I think one thing I've struggled with and a lot of people do is like online, you know, um, how do you, how do you find your people there? How do you, um, find who you are, in mm-hmm. this real world it's like a whole nother um world and you have to have your avatar in there and it's like you know yeah i mean yeah i, I, I hear you I struggle on that. with that how do you how do you find the people you want to talk to and how do you present yourself you know yeah you so ideas? the the ideas that really strum around is really just being i feel like just being honest with a lot of people you know i personally like a lot of things like i used to be you know really hidey a lot of time still want to keep my my security on lock when it comes to being on the on the internet you know anything could happen on your internet your identities on there your lives are on there these days a lot of people still have banks a lot of people have their identities tied into the technology and that's that's a part of the techno technocratic state and, and, and being a, a all these all the totalitarianisms want to have your identity so i don't really use a pen name a lot of people do to kind of hide or shroud their their names we're we're both using our real names I feel like that's a part of, you know, okay, if I actually know the person, you know, that's another step of, of, you know, finding yourself. I don't want to be a, you know, sort of avatar as you called it. And that's, that's another step into, you know, video games or, you know, calling yourself by a, a username. You know, if I'm a user, I'm not a human in any case. So when it comes to finding out my tribe, I found that common interests that I had really resonated with me. I, I wanted to find out more about gardening. I want to find find out more about, you know, natural foods and, and health food stores. So I would go to the places and go to the events that these people, these places would have. So if I, you know, looked up my local health food store, they had an event, they having a, they had a, like a few years ago, they had an, a, uh, an anniversary sale and it was a whole event. And that's where I would go. I'd, I'd find the places in my area that, you know, in the past had the, had these events. Now, a lot of this stuff is online and, you know, you can find pretty much anything online. And that's, you know, again, putting us back into uh, our little cubby holes of, of home. Um, but the real thing that I found that um, really was successful for me was back, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I, I discovered what Derek Bros and John Bush were doing with the Freedom Cells. And so on freedomcell.org, I, I started joining. It was about, you know, 2,000 to 4,000 people at the time were on their, their old site. And now, um, through you know what's been going on with the with the pandemic, the the increase in totalitarianism, a lot of people are going back online and learning that there are these ways of connecting, and it it really stimulates the the want and need, like the or I should say not stimulate, but advocates staying offline, but at the same like connected online, but staying on. Uh, in real life to you know talk about these sort of situations and so that's where I, that's where i said i recently that i was going tomorrow to to visit these you know i've been going to certain events in my in my local area and it's our it's only our little small little group so far but i feel like you know once we start picking things up you know it's going to get a lot warmer soon people are going to want to go outside a lot more and that's definitely that's really where, cool i've met i've met four or five local people yeah freedom cells also and we're meeting too definitely and recently there's also been a lot of anti-mask rallies um Mm. you know anti-lockdown rallies like i'm in the the tri-state area of new york city so there's a lot of that really and there's a lot of different things in um you know when it comes to the the cold it's they steered away from a lot of the colder times but i feel like all the way throughout the summer of last year there was a lot of active you know active people going outside and and rallying uh, in, in the New York area. And I feel like that was really where a lot of people will connect. I had a lot of synchronicities around, uh, connecting with people and I, and I connected other people with other people. And it's, 
it's still happening. I still, I still feel like that's a, a real, it's a real heart opener because it's just like, you know, <laughs> the universe is around and I'm using technology while the universe is still working with me to connect these people together. Like it, it, it blows me away to, to many months ago. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm it, at, in the woods with, at, at a uh, intentional, uh, intentional community. I'm helping out on the land and I'm meeting some people that were from New York city. I'm like, Oh, hi, how are you? And I'm, I didn't think anything of it. And I leave and I go to a rally and there they were. There was the, one of the person, one of the persons that I met at, at this intentional community hours away. And lo and behold, That's there really he cool. was, there he was. And we connected, yeah. we, we, we got our exchange, our phone numbers and we we're connecting all the time now. I feel like that really, I it's really like made your minds it. We're focused on the same thing and you're both drawn right. like a magnet, right? Yeah. It's like one foot out there and, and, and building the world we want to see. And at the same time is resisting the world that's so-called being, you know, brought down upon us. And I feel like that's, that's really the, again, I'm, I'm harnessing the, the, the world we live in and balance. And I feel like there's a lot to, to that because, you know, there, there is talk of the middle way when it comes to things mm-hmm. and being on balance, being, being, being in balance, but at the same time, thrusting both instead of instead of being too swayed on one side you know that's that's like at least we are like we're, at least we're holding on to something like yeah that's like i'm i'm fervent with this you don't want to be too like soft and milky in the middle like you know if i'm like balanced but i'm like not really doing much it's like you know you're still not doing something and so you gotta really what i'm saying is that like if i was like in the middle a lot of times with about okay like you know if like if i you know, masks are, you know, they, they kind of help the people that need help with the masks, but then I really don't like to wear masks. So I'm not going to wear one, but you know, being, being what they call a sympathizer for a mask, it's like, you gotta be one or the other. And I feel like just, just don't wear it. Like, <laughs> so the, that, that goes, uh, I'm bringing that as an example because it goes for a lot of things. It's like, yeah. I think like, there's you know, some confusion in some people's minds, like, um, being in the middle is like not being, not being decisive. I could be thought of that way, or it can be thought of like, we're talking about where you're very balanced. And like you were talking yeah. about having one foot in both worlds, one world, exactly. the technology yep. and the other, the real outside world, you know, and, and that's kind of, to me, a different thing. Like brain balance, for instance, is being able to go back and forth, you know, and one of the exercises you might do is looking left and right, you know, you're using your right and your left hand, those things help balance you. And that's a different way of being centered than being like in the middle about things, which is like wishy-washy, right? And that's what we don't want to be is undecisive or Mm -hmm. Mm wishy-washy. It's like, it's like saying you're, oh, oh, I I really don't like technology. And then you're, you're, you're texting over here or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I do that. I say like, I don't like Facebook, but then I use it and I use it to find friends. So, but I think what makes the difference is principles and understanding Mm -hmm. principles. And I know you understand what's going on because of something you said about referring to what's going on around us as a battle or a war. And -hmm. I think that's where most of the population is really confused because they don't recognize the fact that we are in a battle. We are in a war. Yeah, it's so not I'd ball like and hear- chain slavery. It's it's really just it's not ball and chain slavery. As people, what's what we keep saying is slavery. It's like people think that we have a collar around our neck, and then there's these guys pulling at our chains. A lot of times nowadays, I say it's a spiritual war. You know, they they reference the third eye. A lot of times, our third eye is how we see things in the world. You know, some people will say you you they're they're not they're not awake. So, you know, I have to be awake to see right. And so, a lot of people's eyes are closed, and there's this little string attached to to the eye. And all of it's attached to what money, and a lot of times money is is a thing that people are looking at. They're they're grasping at what they like. There's a there's an image, um, it's like a man holding a mirror, and the mirror is showing a pile of cash, and it's showing the dollar sign above it. But when they think it's like the the holy grail instead, and I think a lot of people are are really attached at, at the third eye of the spiritual war. You know, they're they're using all these different tactics of symbolism. And, and money as well as technology in, in very, very interesting ways. Like, uh, for instance, though, just, again, going back and forth with a lot of things, when it comes to money, there's there's the technology that we can actually have this abundance. You know, when it comes to abundance, I, I have one foot in here, one foot out. I don't see the US dollar as anything other than a piece of paper. At the same time, I still have to use it. So I still have to use the systems to um, 
either buy food. And yes, there are other ways to get food. Otherwise, by growing it, it's pretty much printing your own money these days. Um, in reference to technology, crowdfunding has been an amazing avenue for people to actually explore using technology, using social outreach, and actually connecting with people for either having value or, an, or a positive message. And having potentially thousands of people fund something that holds dear to their hearts as well as they honestly know where their money's going instead of like taxation or 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 police theft in in, in certain cases where their money's stolen without them knowing exactly where it's going i can i can share little 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 increments of money every month or at least one donation one dollar five dollars ten dollars you have you have a knowing of donation of where this money is actually going and, and impacting someone's life dramatically yeah, and that's so that is a you know totally a positive aspect right there, right? You when know. it comes to that, yeah, that the the positive aspects, and, and I feel like that again, you know, there's, I, I again having to balance. This is how my mind works. I feel like it's like a, a word of divergent thinking, where you come up with a subject and you think of many different areas of of how things are are really done. I could think of another one where recently, as people are thinking this this unbelievable thing happened where someone sprayed uh what was it gorilla glue in their hair and then complained about it and then they had a campaign on again a crowdfunding source to have her hair like you know fixed and stuff like that and she got thousands of dollars for that <laughs> it's a stupid thing who would do that and you know yeah. ignorance finds a way i guess and again we have to find a way and so when it comes to you know finances when it comes to you know, fundraising when it comes to activism, you know, we just truly got to find a way even with technology. And so when it comes to that, like, you know, you got to have technology. I, I feel like this is something that learning is is a hard thing. Learning, it's the novelty, you know, a lot of times we just like to be in our own little boxes. And, you know, I push myself every day and it honestly hurts to push myself enough that I do um, with all the technology I want to learn. I want to help like I have this knowledge of technology, right? Like I, I've learned all the things from back when my dad, I'm still learning, I'm still talking, I'm learning, teaching my dad things. And I feel like just learning from that, I got to do something with it. I got I to gotta share my technology. I got to share my time. I got to share all these things. And even if it's in little increments and stuff like that, like if I, if, I, if I help a greater amount of people and at the same time, you know, develop myself going out there, seeing the community, which I truly want to be like, I'm, I'm truly better in, in person than on, on like a screen typing and stuff like that. I, like you, am a physical person. I like to garden. I do physical labor. I, I'm an electrician. I do high industrial work. And that's, that's really, I'm in my element. When it comes to physical labor, I'm not shy about that. You know, I've even built my own computer. So, you know, building my own computers, you know, using my hands in that way. And, you know, I have many other hobbies that really combine that. So, I found my niche in that way. Like I found that being in community and advocating for things to be physical, that's something that people can do is find what calls to you. It's either like kinesthetic is like my, is my thing. I'm really a biodynamic person. Like I, I find myself using my body more often to express myself. And a lot of times when it's, when it comes to other people that are very visual, when they, when they have, let's just say if, if people want to see things, they'll actually say, okay, I see you in that way. Or, is they want to produce a book with a lot of pictures and or instead of a book it's like a it's like a video presentation and for some people it's more auditory so they'll spend time writing a lecture or they're writing a, a they'll do a lot of writing columns so that they can write and so when it comes to audio they can do music they can do different ways of you know uh promoting a podcast or creating a newscast in some way and for that, there's also the next step down. There's like, okay, how do I help someone? If I like audio and I if I like if I like music, but I don't know how to certainly do all those things, you say, hey, can I help you? Can I can I apprentice you? I'm really interested in what you do a lot of the times. And can I help you in any way I can? And I figure that's just one step further is just reaching out to that, connecting with people. And a lot of times it was just like, hey, like I like doing this. I said a lot, I said yes to helping out a lot of people that I know and on technology and and in it's been profitable for me. I feel like, you know, I would say valuable for me. And a lot mm -hmm. of times it, it really makes me grow. And that's really where I see the value in connection and as well as learning things that I, you know, that I, again, I'm not, I'm not like the arbiter of, of technology. I feel like there's a lot of things that I don't know, 
and I'm learning things every day. It reminds me, after our interview, I got a technological question for you, maybe. All right. But, you know, while you were talking about money, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but I want to show okay. you this coin um, my Interesting. friend gave me. And what it is, is like, this was like, a, um, I think it was a coal mining company. Okay. Or something like that, where if you work for them, you know, they give you this token instead of your paycheck. And with this yeah. token, you can buy food at the store owned by the same people who make this coin. You know, in a lot of ways, like it's a type of, it, it is a type of slavery. And that's sort of the problem with money, you know, that, yeah, we need it to do what we want to do. Like if I want to buy these headphones and I want this microphone to talk to people, I need some money to buy those things. And so there's really not in simple way, There's there are some creative things people do, but uh, I still need to find a way to make the money, even though mm-hmm. I'm, because I'm stuck. These guys got me, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm still owned by them. And so that's the tricky part that that's what the battle is, is understanding that. Then we try to find ways to leverage these coins. We're like, okay, what if we get a bunch of these coins and we trade them with only each other? and Or right. we make a big pile of them and we use that to stand on it and jump over the wall or something, you know? Yeah. Some creative way to use exactly. these fucking things yeah. instead of letting them be our death and, you know, die just being like, my last piece of bread, you know? Yeah. And so yeah, it's, you a said tricky, it perfectly. it's a tricky balance, right? <laughs> yeah, that balance is very difficult when it comes to, when it comes to, many many things it, it it's like a simple thing like a lot of times it's like okay you see you can't see the forest through the trees or the trees through the forest i forget how it really goes <laughs> so when it comes to like oh like that slavery you know like like don't don't love money like you know that's like you know being like you don't want to be greedy you don't be, be egotistical you don't want to seek for money because you know one it's a slavery coin you know two it's it's something that you know, is is enslaving people and, and creating a lot of poverty in the way and creating this wealth balance uh, imbalance. Yet at the same time, you know, people have been putting themselves like there are no real like there are a lot of poor people doing a lot of this stuff. Like we will do this for free for the rest of our lives if it has to happen. But it wouldn't it wouldn't suck if we had some money on top of it because that's a lot of times like people are still working through the revolution when it comes to a lot of this. And, you know, there's money to be had, I figured, you know, at the same time. Well, when I say money to be had, it's not like, you know, an opportunity to get money. There's a there's a there's a need to give back. I feel like there's a lot of times people don't understand how much a dollar goes to some people. And again, going back to, you know, some people do subscription programs. You know, hell, I, I've done a, I've done a couple subscription programs myself. And it means a lot to when, when I hear that second hour or that extra piece of content on on Patreon or Subscribestar in some cases. And to getting out of that, it's like a, you know, if, if one sees value as, as really what I'm getting at, it's like someone's time and attention is enough that <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and all these other corporations want that time and attention. And so that's pretty much what they value. Why don't we value in such a way where I want to go and say, and, and you know, give my time in, in a community of people. If I spend enough time growing, growing plants, I would actually value my the food I'm actually eating if I grew it kind of thing. I'm spending a lot more time and attention on the things that potentially would make me feel better <laughs> instead of eating a lot of this, a lot, a lot of the in, inorganic and or should say non-nutritional dense foods. If I grow more nutritional dense foods, I'd obviously feel a lot happy and appreciate it more. You know, if I if I had a little bit more um, abundance in that way, like if I grew a lot of this stuff, I could give it out instead of money. Like I could, I could help the homeless. And also, in you're giving that value to people that deserve it. Like, like you were saying, right. podcasters. I've, I've been, I've got subscriptions on several podcasts just because I appreciate so much what mm-hmm. podcaster brought to me for free. That eventually, I'm like, all right, I got to do the paid subscription for a while because now that guy's job, he's not working at, at the post office or he's not a, a police officer. He's able to right. get out of the mainstream type jobs and do something that's actually exactly. beneficial to the world. So by, by, by using this coin and giving him the, um, you know, some of the slave money, it's like better than giving it back to the bosses, you know? Right. And so, and, and I think the other part is bringing it back around to what we were talking before is there's a battle going on, right? We're, we're, part, we're in a war. It's a spiritual war. It's a spiritual battle. But there's multiple fronts in any battle. You know, like you read about World War II, and there's Eastern Front, the Western Front. 
Well, we got the real world front right now, like trying to get into a store and tell them, no, I'm not putting something on my face Mm -hmm. or no, I'm not going to social distance from my own family or whatever. Um, And then we got the other front, which is the technological front. And if we're not in there putting our voice out at all, we're just getting blown away on that front because the media is totally owned and controlled by the same people who own the coins. Yeah. Casino money. Yep. Playing their games, and it only matters if they win. The house always wins. Well, they have, you know, they control it all, right? I mean... The money, it does. And it's slowly, slowly... I I feel it's, you know, incrementally moving. You know, moving faster or slower, it comes prospectively. I feel like if you're in it it with the thickets, you know, at at the front lines, a lot of people say, you know, you got to be at the front lines of things. And that's either, you know, in the digital war, the spiritual war, the physical war. Um, You know, you see it every... If, if you're looking in the right places, you can see it every day. You know, a lot of the stuff around the world, it's happening. And, you know, just in smaller increments, I'm just like, okay, look, you know, I hear the thing that happened in Australia at that t- tennis opening, you know, people booing. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, getting my hopes up in that way, you know, hopes or, you know, motivation. Okay. Maybe I'll go out there and actually donate to some Australian people this time. Okay. You know, go, go, you know, seeing if people, really really you know respond well to this kind of stuff because not like you know i can't just go out and give all my money in some cases like for what for an instance like during the initial opening of 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 uh i should say lockdown not opening during the initial <laughs> lockdown the closing of society <laughs> yeah. closing i i had i had life i fell down on hard times actually like i i realized i'm like well shit i can't like it, it just had to be honest like the the job that i had was essential and they let me still work but i still had like i'm like well shit i can't pay all this stuff like it it just all of a sudden like came to a head for me and i fell on hard times and i just decided to i had to unsubscribe from a lot of this a lot of the subscriptions that i had and i had to stop doing a lot of the extracurricular activities and just stop okay look i'm gonna have to stop for a while i'm not going to all these events and stuff like that that's good i can save my time and save my money and you know i had to focus and there was really nothing else to do and i um Lo and behold, had joined you know Mark <laughs> Mark Passio's uh, how to become media. the true media course yeah. right around that time, and I'm like perfect, and it worked out. So I, I feel like that really really means a it lot. Kind of grounded too. you and kept yeah, you home. <laughs> it really it really kept me home on that and and and, and shot me forward because I also just got a new computer. I got the better version. I got the faster version. I got all these things that really like it really shot me and refined me into into a way to where. I can shoot up into that way, and it it laid out itself in a in a very a very systematic way, and, and it benefited me more than I can imagine, and more than I know. I feel like I feel like that, um, you know, going off into uh, a a slight tangent is just the 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 thing that goes off in, in with technology. Learning for me had come with with a lot of interaction it's not like i read a book like uh, like that that used to be old technology stuff it's still relevant a lot of this stuff is you know many 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 books you know have have taught me a lot of things i've maybe read a handful of books but i've listened to audiobooks and i've read people's work i've listened to people live and a lot of this new is is new mixed media stuff and mixed media is essentially it's not media like the news media it's more like median like if i if i'm using acrylics with watercolor or clay with paint and a lot of a lot of that is 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 creative play i can i can say okay i i made a book in an ebook and i'm actually going to record myself on live or i'm going to say you know invite people to my home they can they can come and watch me and i can read it every so often and and then produce that as a, as a sort of podcast, and that's like a mixed media thing. You're reaching people online, you're reaching people here at home, and 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 you're doing what you want to do. And a lot of that, I, I really do appreciate the uh, to what you said though, uh, tying it all together is that let's just say if I gave someone that 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 one coin that you were that you were showing me, and that person decided to do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna start saying, okay, look, you've gave me enough of this time and enough of this effort. I'm gonna start making that book that I've always wanted to make. And that that gets that person. I just I just I truly love that part. Like where... spiritual currency, when um, you know, realizing how much work and effort like Mark Passio put into his show and his yeah. effort, even to the point of getting himself all worked up and frustrated. And I'm like, how much effort have I put into things? Have I put that much mm-hmm. focus and energy and dedication into into what I'm trying to do? And then it's like, okay, that's a challenge. And so it pushed me to try a lot harder. 
And I've had a few of my friends comment that the things I did and said and went online and did a live video or something inspired them to do something. And they're like, I'm really glad you did that because I might not have done what I did. And so I always think of it like um, stop being a wallflower, you know? Yeah. Like if you're at the dance and everybody's just standing up against the wall, nobody wants to get out on the dance floor. Somebody's got to be the brave one to just get out there and start doing something silly and be like, I don't care if I look silly. Right. So a lot of times I've tried to do that with, that's what I'm trying to do with these, you know, interviews and videos I make. I just start talking. Every time you do it, you get a little better at it, you know, and I think it encourages other people to do the same. And I think that's like spiritual currency. You put it out there and then that inspiration goes on to the next person. Absolutely. And we kind of reflect off each other, right? Yeah, and it's truly inspiring to see you do this, and like just to see that a couple people out of the, out of the true media class have have, have noticed me, and you're like, you know, this guy, little old me, I'm like, who am I? Can actually inspire others to do to do what you're doing, and or to to reach out to me, and I feel like you're inspiring me, and I and I feel like that's something that I truly want to do. That's why I joined the course, and why I feel that this is very significant. What we're what we're dealing with and not not for nothing if anyone's actually starting to listen to this or watch this and says you know and there's got to be something out there like this doesn't seem right like a lot of the things that have been going on it's not like okay all the things that have been in the past okay you know put that to the side what's actually happening now what's actually what actually is happening now okay i can't go out and see my friends because they're in this sort of mindset that that there's something that might affect them from me if I don't wear this cloth over my face, if I want to wear this diaper over my face. So if I, if I connect that, I'm like, oh, okay, so that, that makes sense. Okay, let's just put that down. Oh, what what happened here? All these all these all these people are are yelling and screaming about this one governor that put all these people in in nursing homes. Oh, uh, they they said that they you know it increased the numbers or he didn't tell the whole truth. Oh, then all that happens all the time. People don't just say that. No, they're like, hmm. I think more people are starting to say, wait, that doesn't make sense. And they're making a ruckus about it. And I feel like there's got to be something that really connects people to like, okay, that really is starting to pull me in this direction about the masks. And no, this one's about to pull me about the vaccines. And instead of all this Corona said, hey, why don't we just talk about, okay, this this guy talked about gardening. This This guy talked about freedom cells. You talked about currency. That that really drives me to go and learn more about that. You can learn more about that. Go learn more about what, what happens in the Federal Reserve. Go learn about yeah. what happened with, with the stock market, with all these different financial currencies. What who what maybe we can actually step over the dollar, step over Federal Reserve notes and, and fiat money and seeing if there's other things like cryptocurrencies or or not even money at the same time, just a barter trade or even um they have greenback dollars or out like um what do you call it? Ithaca, Ithaca hours, other things like that, that really make sense. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, that has made sense. And, you know, going back to a more primitive way away from technology, for instance, instead of going towards technology with cryptocurrency and algorithms and other things, it's like, it's a, it's a dual spread. What's wor- what's work. What's being going on for so long is no longer working. And many, many people I see in my, in my eyes are waking up to that. And they're saying, well, hold on. Let's see if there's something else we can do. I, I hope you're right. Um, I, I tend to be a little bit skeptical about the idea that, you know, people are turning around and waking up on, on mm-hmm. the larger scheme of things because um, from my perspective, I see so much of the vast majority that just seem totally um, in the dark in a way because I can see how they're still concentrated and reacting to the mainstream narrative you know what's going on in the news or what's going on on the news channels and when i like go into a workplace for instance i'm listening and what people are saying what they're talking about just shows that even if i bring up a subject they might kind of hear me a little bit like I've, i bring up 9-11 a lot because that's an easy subject mm-hmm. and people are generally pretty skeptical about 9-11 you know, that I talk to in, in a lot of circles. And and then, but on the other hand, they're still, they don't get the deeper issue at all. Like they're still going to be arguing yeah. about who who is going to be the next best president ruler. Right, you know? right. And, and so from my point of view, I'm like, that's one thing I really agree with Mark on that, 
I think until until people understand the spiritual war, mm-hmm. until they understand the spiritual battle, that you know that it matters what we do, and that we can't be part of stealing at all. You know, to be good people, right. we're really not being good people. You know, even I myself, like I'm trying to be better, but I'm still like in a lot of ways not a good person. You know, I'm still part of a lot of mm-hmm. things that I shouldn't be part of. Yeah. You know? Being in a world where it's dualistic and having a, a, an occupation or a livelihood, potentially, uh, even myself, it's a double-edged sword. A lot of the things that happen, uh, you know, go about what Mark said, especially too, like what you're saying is a lot of people either just don't care or they don't have enough will. And so those two aspects is, is really a deep, you know, deep set of knowledge that either people either haven't recognized or aren't willing to recognize. So the thing, the things that are around us, and you know, like all, all this information is available. So a lot of this, a lot of this stuff, you know, deals with the stuff on the internet, and you know, books are still a thing, so people can read. It's available. So that's all I'm really saying. And I've noticed, yeah, there's a lot of people that aren't really willing to go within themselves and to be wrong, to just acknowledge, hey, look, there is something going on, and I either haven't recognized this, or they're being suppressed in some way. So it's like, what are, what are some of those early on in, in, in what, what Mark was talking about in his podcast? I, if people haven't recognized this, this is, it's in the very early parts of his podcast. It talks about barriers to self-realization and, you know, utilizing the will. And it's like that I keep hearing people either, you know, you know, liking a subject and and liking say a topic that's one of us talked about to the point where it's like you know i like that you know i understand what you're saying but i'm not willing to go any further like you know their minds aren't really well ready or they're 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 split in such a way for within themselves and that that takes a lot out of them so like for instance i didn't really initially like the the way certain things were said the way that people looked or the way that it was presented I had to really, you know, you know, stop a lot of that nonsense in my head and make sense of what he was, what the person was saying, what Mark was saying, what anyone pretty much says. And a lot of that came with curiosity and, 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 and a deep need to understand because of, you know, my, my, my upbringing, it could have been the, the, the level of which I was screwed over in some cases. I, I never really say it was one thing. I usually say it's one thing that led to another because a lot of that stuff you know, deals with my entire life mm-hmm. and getting to a point of saying, okay, this is what people need to do. And it's, it's, it's a lot of times. Yeah. I could, I could be hard fast and say, this is what you need to do. And there's a lot of that out there. And what I'm saying is finding out the, the sort of flavor. If you were, if you were to say what flavor is there for you to do and finding that for yourself. And that's, that's really where I'll say is a lot of times, you know, the technology out there, is scary enough to say yeah like it's, it's really getting messed up out there yet the the way in which we can combat that is again a flavor of which people are coming at and it goes you know it go, go, goes back of saying okay where people are at is where people are at and i can meet them it's like you said uh, a subject that people are most common with is 9-11 and you're meeting people where they're at where they'll be a little bit more responsive and saying well what do you mean the federal reserve i know nothing about it and it's like, cause I read this in a book and I had to spend the time, like someone will come up to me and I'll, and I'll start talking to them. For instance, a friend of mine and the person has no idea about a certain subject and he'll, I'll, I'll, I'll start talking about it. He'll be like, so tell me more about this. And I'm like, hold on. So you want me to distill nine hours and, and potentially yeah. four different books just to lay it on you in the next five seconds. And so like, I just like, I can't like, I, that's a lot of another full form of energy. So again, going back, on, on another tangent was if I were to say, take all those nine hours, learn what I learned from those books and present that in a sort of podcast stream, I could just say, read this one, go on my website. It's all there. And it's that all there. makes a huge difference because that is the truth of it. And I realize that um, I've kind of screwed up with my own family in a lot of ways mm. and my own kids, because a lot of times I'm reacting to something I just listened to or just watched. And I start spouting off about it and they want to react to it and be like, Oh, you know, that's a fringe theory. That's a conspiracy theory. That's something that's far out. 
And it's like, it wasn't like I presented to him in the nine hour fashion where we started at the beginning and we explained the nature of reality and then we worked our way up to morals and then we talk about the Federal Reserve and all these other things, you know, this all part of this whole um, amalgamation or, you know, compound account of all this stuff you've had to study and learn about. Yeah. And, and people want, a lot of times I get in that trap where I'm talking to someone and they say, okay, well then tell me how they do it then. Right. You know, they just want a quick answer. I'm like, and I'm like, I'm, I don't, I realize I can't get trapped in that because if yeah, you try to just spit it out, it's going to make it easy for them to shoot you down. They're like, no, 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 it can't be like that. You know, put their guns yeah. away. Problem solved, you know. But if you're like you're saying, if you take your time and make nine-hour presentation, which I've made way more than nine hours of presentations. And some Especially. people have actually taken the time to watch um, a lot of it, if not all of it. And who knows how much effect that might have, you know. So I guess mm -hmm. on the brighter side of things, we'll end it with kind of like, I mean, I could say I was about 40 when I really started understanding what the word freedom really means and thinking about it in a different way and, you know, started to understand natural law. And so up until 40, you know, between the age of 20 and 40, that's like 20 years of right. being pretty damn in the dark, you know? And that's, I got to say, there's a lot of people out there that from my point of view now are in the dark. But that doesn't mean that they can't reach where I did, the realization point, and turn around because I realized, you know, and if I did, then other people can too. And so um, I think well, you're right. We just have to meet them where they're at, ask a lot of questions, stay balanced, keep a foot in both worlds, and um, keep fighting the battle on both fronts or all fronts and be creative and don't give up. Um, anything else you can add before we close up? No, I wholeheartedly agree, and I, I really feel that people just can need to be uh, you know, focused. That's another thing. You know, staying focused on a lot of a lot of the true true work out there. Being truth seekers, and instead of really feeling that there needs to be a truth. A lot of times, that's you know another thing to to establish is being seeking the truth is like guiding yourself on what is reality. A lot of times we like can be fixated on that you know that quick and dirty like oh I heard this in the news, but really really like you know sussing it out and establishing a re a real a reality. And I feel like that, you know, again, both, get, get what you can from the, the, spirit, the spirit and and bring it down to earth and, and, and keeping your feet rooted in, in the earth and staying grounded in truth. Thanks, Nathan. Um, wise words, you know. Um, I Thank appreciate you, you um, hanging out with me tonight and uh, coming to represent the, yeah. the world of technology and bring some positive notes on that end. And, and uh, I really appreciate that because it helps, it helps me too because i battle i do battle with this issue of technology and how much time to spend in front of it <laughs> absolutely so absolutely. Um, so yeah good advice for me too so yeah. yeah i think we'll close it up and um, we'll have to have right. another chat and thanks thanks so much for um being on my show you're welcome thank you very much chris take All good right. care cool have a good night